Wow, what a game. The Sixers take down the Celtics in an epic OT playoff thriller. The series is now tied at two, and James Harden may have just single-handedly saved the Sixers' season. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome into Philly Take with RB. Hit the like button if you enjoy this content. Be sure to subscribe. Hit that bell down below. That way you don't miss any of the coverage. We are live every single game on YouTube and Playback TV. We were live for this. As you can probably hear, my voice is struggling, man. What a game. You want to talk about a roller coaster of emotions? You want to talk about up and down? The series, the season, the entire process era felt like it was on the line. And the Sixers somehow, some way, muscled through to win this ball game, really courtesy of James Harden, who put on a heroic performance after hearing all the noise. He heard it all, and it was definitely justified after the way he played in game three. And, you know, I, I came out, I criticized him as I should because he played terrible. The aggression wasn't there, but like I said, it was a mentality thing. And man, did he show up today unbelievable performance the Sixers now tied up and now it's a best of three we'll see what will happen going on here I want to get into the full breakdown talk about how this one went down but before we do so shout out to the sponsor of today's video Aura Aura is your leading provider in digital safety and fraud protection they're an easy to use app that includes everything you need to stay safe online by protecting you from scammers and hackers on the internet they fight back Against all the annoying websites that try to make your personal info public and they alert you if any of your private info is found. They give you near real-time alerts on suspicious credit inquiries and even provide a VPN where you can scroll anonymously and safely online. They even have a password manager where you can store all your credentials safe in one place. They have a lot of other great tools as well. Go check them out and protect your online safety by clicking the link down below in the description Go to or.com slash Philly take and receive a two week free trial of all of their services. Once again, link down below in the description. All right, let's talk about how this one went down, man, because unbelievable. James Harden came out of nowhere after really just, you know, becoming a shell of himself and, you know, disappearing for games two and three after a, a magic type of game one. And he comes out. We all said this was a legacy game, legacy on the line. And what does the former MVP, 10-time All-Star, three-time scoring champ do? He comes out and balls out and saves the Sixers season. This was a weird game. It felt like the Sixers were in command early. It felt like, you know, they had all of the momentum. It felt like the Celtics had put up a stinker. But somehow, someway, the Celtics cut it down to nine. The Sixers let them stay in the game. And even though the Sixers won this game, there's a lot of things they need to improve and work on. And obviously to win this series, it's going to be tough. Celtics will probably still be favored. But man, this was a gritty win. Like I said, other than last game, the uh, Sixers have been really, really good down the stretch of games this year. Fourth quarter, this one was in OT. And we'll talk about a few things that happened here. But unbelievable job by James Harden. And here's the man of the hour. Shout out to James Harden putting this on his social media. Shout out to John Howe as well. Six man who was obviously, you know, impacted in a senseless tragedy. Definitely feel for this kid. And James Harden brought him to the game. And what does he do? He balls out. He told him last time 
when he, when he was on the phone with him that he was going to have a great game for him. And here he is. Unbelievable gesture by James Harden after probably the biggest game of his life, or at least one of them. He had a little baby in the crowd. James Harden, whoever you brought to this game, you need to bring to the next couple games. You need to bring all these people to the next couple games because they were the good luck charm today. James Harden game four absolutely stole the show. This was a legacy game. He could have, you know, taken the heat, the pressure. He could have sat down and said, you know what? These fans are on me tough. I know we saw it. And he probably could have said, you know what? I'm done. Nope. He comes back out and has one of his best performances. 42 points, eight rebounds, nine assists, four steals, 16 for 23. But what was the difference? What was the similarity from game one to game four? I told you, he had to have sat down before the game and said, I need to be that guy. I need to be that guy. I'm not going to just let Joel take the reins and I'm just the counterpart who will contribute. No, I still have to be James. I said it in the last post game, even though I criticized him, even in the live stream at the Wells Fargo, I criticized him. I said it was a mentality thing. It was a roadblock up here. Physically, he was fine. Everybody out there tried to tell me, oh, he's washed. He's cooked. He can't do this. Yes, the hell he can. He just did it eight days ago. I know he can do it. It's just if he wanted to, and he's not passing up five-foot floaters and, and playing like he didn't want to score the ball at all. Today, you saw the mindset. You saw the motive. He wanted to get to the damn basket every time, and he can still do it. And James Harden was absolutely electric today. You, you talk about having two of the biggest stinker games and, and in games one and four, having 40-plus point games. I mean, he again, he turned back the clock. He was unreal. He saved this game because even though Joel Embiid played incredible for most of the game, Joel played terrible in the fourth quarter in OT. Joel Embiid at 34 points, 11 for 26, 13 rebounds, four assists. You look at the numbers, they look great. He played good for most of the game. It was literally James Harden and Joel Embiid carrying the team. But this was the legacy performance for James Harden because Joel Embiid started to get clamped. I didn't understand what the Sixers were doing in the fourth quarter. It All game, it was effective. They were running the two-man game, which has been one of the most effective in the NBA. They were running that solid pick and roll. Boston had no chance of stopping it. It was what was carrying this team because Tyrese Maxey played bad. Tobias Harris played bad. P.J. Tucker played bad for the most part. Niang might have been the third best player overall tonight. And Doc Rivers cut down the rotation. And really, they had no other production other than Embiid and Harden. Look at the point totals, man. I mean, you don't usually see a box score like this and you win a game, especially in the playoffs. I mean, really? Really? 76 combined for the two of them. They had 40 combined at halftime. And other than those two, nobody else was stepping up. And in the fourth quarter, after the Sixers were up 16, I didn't understand why they weren't going back to running the two-man game. They looked flustered. They looked like they were taking the heat in the moment, which is not something I saw a lot this year from this team. But James Harden comes out and has a magnificent fourth quarter in OT, and he obviously ends up hitting the big shot. Unbelievable. Here it was. Harden wins it in OT. I said somebody's going to have to hit a big shot. Here it is. Joel B going to drive. He draws the double. Jalen Brown tries to get back out. Harden, ice in his veins, baby. Puts the Sixers up. Now, there was so much that went on. There was so much that went on in, you know, in this little sequence here. Like, the refs blew two calls. The Marcus Smart charge where, where Joel Embiid drove in and 
He charges into him, but Marcus Smart was not set. That was an atrocious call. Then you have the Tatum push-off. And by the way, Doc Rivers commented on it after the game, and I like that Doc Rivers actually stuck up. Yeah, is he, he's probably going to get fined, but I like this. I like this, man. Jason Tatum's three was awful that that wasn't called. Awful. That's how you do it, man. And, and maybe I'm starting to become a Doc guy again. I don't know. But Doc Rivers has coached his balls off in the playoffs. And now he's standing up for his guys and his team. I like that. I like that. That Tatum call and that smart call literally could have changed this entire series and season. And the NBA probably wouldn't have done anything about it. But luckily, the Sixers, you know, were able to get this done anyway. Uh, but I like Doc Rivers sticking up for his team. James Harden stole the show, though. I mean, like I said, in last game's post game, I criticized him not because of the physical features. I told you. Last year was physical. He was injured. This was all mental. I saw it with my own eyes in game three. The, the shots he was passing up, it didn't make any sense. James Harden wanted it tonight. He heard the noise. He lived up to the occasion. All the things we heard about, oh, he doesn't show up in the big games. Oh, he doesn't take the heat well. Well, he did today. James Harden, first Sixers player to have multiple 40-point games in a postseason since A.I., and, and you want to hear something even crazier? Shout out to Process Embiid putting this on Twitter. That was the first time in the Joel Embiid era, regular season and playoffs, where one of his teammates scored 40 or more in a game that he played in. He had 45 in game one. Joel didn't play. I think back to the Simmons game where he had 42. Joel didn't play. The Maxi game where he had 44. Joel didn't play. This was the first time where one of Joel's co-stars had 40-plus, and man, it was one of the most efficient games. James Harden hit big shot after big shot. He kept running the pick and roll. He kept exposing Boston's defense, especially on the second level, and getting to the basket and getting to the line. The refs were not bad tonight in, in the Sixers' sense. I mean, overall, I thought they were calling some ticky-tack fouls. Obviously, they missed a couple late calls. They were back and forth today for both teams. Overall, they were at least giving the whistles a little bit. Now, again, late in the game, Tucker gets called for a ticky-tack one. Then Embiid got one, so it kind of equaled out. But, man, this was a tough, tough performance because Joel Embiid's got to be better. And, and I don't have the quote, but he commented on it after the game, and he said, I played like crap. I need to be better. We want to win in Boston. I will be better. That's accountability. That's leadership. But let me tell you something, man. Joel could not play like that again in the fourth and overtime. I thought the Sixers were taking the heat, were taking the pressure. And really the one thing that stands out to me from this game is that the Sixers did not put them away when they should have. They got lucky that the Boston Celtics were not able to finish the job after coming back. But the Sixers need to be able to put them away in a game like this. It felt like at halftime, the Sixers should have been up by 30 points. That's how bad Boston was playing. Tatum went 0 for his first eight. Tatum had one, you know what, one for nine at halftime. Then he ended up going five for five. Jalen Brown started off on a hot streak, got into foul trouble, then he cooled off. But overall, the Celtics played like crap in the first half, and the Sixers need to be able to take advantage of that so it doesn't come down to these type of situations because you're not always going to win these type of games. However, it didn't matter because even though Maxi, Tobias, and Embiid all played bad late in the game, and man, Tobias was pissing me off. Uh, Maxi, a couple of these guys are throwing crazy turnovers. Like they need to be more disciplined in that in that sense. But James made up for it all. He kept attacking. He had a couple big shots, and man, oh man, he won this game. I want to point out one other thing as well. P. 
P.J. Tucker did not have a really good game overall, but he did one thing in this game that I think epitomizes why the Sixers brought him here. People say to me all year, why, why'd you bring P.J. here? P.J. stinks. P.J. stinks. This is why you bring P.J. Tucker here. Joel Embiid was not playing well. He ended up getting to the line after this right here because P.J. got on his ass. Thank you, P.J. Tucker. He got right up in his grill, and he started yelling at him. They can't guard you, Joe. What the heck are you doing? You're fading away. You're losing the ball. You're thinking too much. P.J. is not afraid. That's why you have P.J. Tucker on this team. When have the Sixers had a guy like this in the last couple years? Here's the answer. They have not. P.J. is a dog, and he knows how to win. P.J. is a winner. This, this right here. That's what Joel needed to hear. He ended up getting right back to the line. And obviously, he didn't play well late in this game, but he got there, hit two big free throws. And then obviously, the whole Tatum thing. But this was crucial. Joel, somebody had to get in his head and let him know. And PJ did just that. Doc Rivers apparently texted James Harden a song to listen to after struggle in the last two games. You know my name by Tasha Cobbs Leonard. James loved it. And P.J. Tucker told James he better play it again. James, you better play it again. I will end off by saying this. What an absurd game. The Sixers took care of the ball more. The rebounds were similar. The three-point percentages were the same. Everything was close. It should not have been this close. And you can't let a team like this stay in it. And I know everybody felt like the season was over, but I, I tried to say this on Twitter earlier today. Man, you just have to go win one in Boston. You did it without Joel Embiid. You did it with James Harden on the road. The Celtics will probably still be favored, but now it's a best of three. It is zero to zero, first one to two wins. You want to go out there and you want to make a statement and finally get over the hump, go win the next game. I said they had to win the next two games. They won this one. Can they steal one in Boston? Atlanta did it. Can the Sixers do it? If they do, I think they can come home and win in six. But they're going to have to make a statement. Harden is going to have to keep up this mentality. It was fantastic when Harden and Embiid, I said this all year long, when these two play like this, they are hard to stop. And even with everybody else not producing, they carried this game and won it. So they have to go out there, make a statement on a road, win in Boston. Man, that would turn this entire series upside down. Now Boston has to defend their home court, so they might have a little pressure. It is going to be insane Tuesday night will be nuts. Can the Sixers get it done? What a game by James Harden with his legacy on the line. Series tied at two. We'll see what happens. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And as always, give me your thoughts down below. I will catch you all on the next one. Peace. Peace.